0: I unmuted us too early again Someday I'll get better at it Hi, my name's Sean Taylor That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame And welcome back for week three of the Every Bender Ranked Stravaganza Extravaganza This week we are on to Earthbenders Chris, by this time the Lakers have almost certainly been eliminated from the playoffs How do you
1: feel? You know, I'm I don't like the curves, but I almost said F you, shot." <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Chris, any changes, any actual changes in your life in the past five minutes since I stopped recording mm. the previous episode? Uh, no.
1: no. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Mine either. You know, I suppose by the time you watch this, I will have gone to Omaha last week uh, for like a mini- a, a mini trip. So hopefully that's fun. I mean hey, like, a
1: lot. Yeah, that's been it's active.
0: all over the map in like <laughs> April through June going crazy for no apparent reason. But not no apparent reason. We we keep thinking like, all right, well eventually we're just gonna like have foster kid and then we won't be able to do stuff. We keep doing stuff yeah. and then we still have <laughs> foster kids. It's like, well I guess we'll just keep doing <laughs> stuff. Question mark? <laughs> But um, it's good. So yeah, hopefully by the time you watch this, I had a good time in Omaha. Uh, but Chris, we got a longer list, so I'm gonna say let's let's jump into Earthbenders. So far, our disclaimer has been it's not like strictly a one-on-one fighting type of thing. We're going for overall prowess, big picture. And then number two is that uh, Chris did a very diligent job of only lining up notable benders of that type so not literally every bender that you can spot in the show notable benders um, although oh you know
1: one I missed I missed this uh, the, the, <laughs> the one set the one twin and the of twins in the fortune teller episode when someone's like who here can earth bend and the one twin is like I can and the other twin is like I can't and it's like okay I didn't add him I didn't know his name I think so that's a
0: reasonable I think that's a reasonable <laughs> exclusion in my in my opinion
1: he could have been number one
0: he could have been but then he didn't do anything so I don't know I feel pretty good about him not being on the list
1: <laughs> have you seen have you have you you must have seen my the, the I, I've changed the rankings, not since we last talked but I changed them from my initial one when I sent them to you
0: no anyway. I, at least not that I recall the
1: differences okay good you would have noticed anyway
0: Chris I'm gonna put the first four together because they all kind of fit in a similar slice of the show. So number 25 is Haru number 24 is Haru's dad <laughs> number 23 is Big Bad hippo and number 22 is the Boulder yeah that's the that's, that's a... your bottom four earthbenders of all time ever they're the worst. They should be ashamed of their existence. <laughs> I'm embarrassed on their behalf.
1: I think the boater is actually probably a. Nah, no, nah, whatever. You know, he's probably a decent one. He, we, he, we're probably
0: underselling oh, him a little bit based on the intelligence two, appearance.
1: You know, there's two I didn't add, Sean. Um, but they can probably go right over the between the boater. There's two notes one little ones I didn't add. Because often I forget the names, but they are notable characters. Uh, <laughs> I, think I forget James their Lee. names,
0: but they are notable characters. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: the two who kidnapped Toph. The teacher. And the, and... the good wrestler. Yes.
0: The, he... yeah, the ripped one. Okay, He might
1: be a little higher. So just, just think about those two. And they're probably very close to each other. So just pencil them in somewhere. In, in here.
0: I think that they are not they're i think they're a little higher than right here but not so much than, yeah
1: no Not so much I agree
0: yeah uh number and then i'm going to do i'm going to do three more the next group of 3 is iway uh this one's my favorite yeah. the average daily agent <laughs> <laughs> And long thing <Feng laughs> is 19 so 21 iway Twenty average daily agent, nineteen okay. Long I would say this is probably somewhere where you would throw in the teacher and I the think, other wrestler also. Yeah,
1: i would probably put them above Long Fei. Hmm. That's tough. close. Uh, I it's think it, right. I okay. think
0: it's the right ballpark, but I'd have to
1: Actually, no, I think you're right. I think I think right be- maybe right below Long Fei is where those two belong. I yeah, think those guys would that. make
0: good daily agents, right? So there's average daily agent, and then there's these guys who would be yeah. slightly above average daily agents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, any call-outs on Iowa? I mean, average daily agent, we're just looking at the sort of skill level with which they handle their craft and their role, yeah. and it's pretty precise. That's great. Um, yeah. I don't know if I have any call-outs on any of those uh, in particular...
1: Uh, I way, I've never even seen Ai I don't know why I've ever seen him bend anything, but he can truth-see. He's a truth-seeker. Or truth-seer, as they said. Uh, he, he's still one of the second person able to do that.
0: And I think we're probably... I mean, he's low because we don't see it. I think he could probably make some reasonable assumptions about his general earth-bending knowledge intact, but we we don't see it, so I think yeah. it's... I think it's right. Um, it looks like
1: a wimp, honestly. <laughs> I'll
0: slow down a little bit here because we start getting more interesting. Uh, number 18 is Yang Chin and the other avatars. The other <laughs> avatars who we do not explicitly name uh, otherwise in well, yeah. the
1: list. Yeah. Uh, I'm Earthbending. Yeah, I don't remember anything from Yang Chin that I was just like, oh, that's a great thing about Earthbending. Or any of the other avatars, Quirk I, is probably in this list. Um, so yeah.
0: I, I can't, I don't want to spoil with who is, who actually mm-hmm. shows up on the list later. But it, it feels low, but this is one of those where you have to give it the entire list to see where Chris has broken out other choices. Yeah. So that being said, not a lot of, not a lot to say in that group. I don't think number seventeen weigh and win.
1: Yeah, way win. Uh, two pretty great metal benders and earth benders. Um, but they just don't have anything. They don't. They don't really show many great displays of, of power and strength. They seem, you know, pretty knowledgeable, a little bit formidable. But, uh, I think other benders would beat them. Saying, Maybe I have them too. No, they can metal bend and earth bend. I think oh, I they're think... right where they need to be.
0: And they're educated in a in a bending yeah. tactician sense. Number sixteen is Aang. I think we see Aang, especially in the last episode, Ooh. he's some pretty cool earth bending. Um, does his little rock shield thing? That's always fun.
1: Yeah, uh, he became a really great earthbender. He does know seismic sense, uh, which is a earthbending sub technique. Um, so maybe I should give him a little more credit for that. Uh, like Ang is a really good earthbender. Number fifteen
0: is Leck. Yeah. I don't know Lech. if he settled on pronunciation. Yeah. I've been calling him Leck.
1: Might be Leek. I call him Leck also. I, yeah. uh, like we talk about long range precision, there aren't many earthbenders better than him.
0: He's a literal <laughs> sniper, which is awesome. Yes, I know that's not. Yeah. The most impactful thing in the world, which is why he's at, you know fifteen, but that's sick
1: but I think that distinguishes him from the ones below him, but like he has a trait that is second to none is essentially
0: think. unique to him. he's the leader <laughs> in his class Chris yeah. I'm gonna ask you to hold con- uh, hold comment on the next one uh for for a few steps. The next one is number fourteen is Kiyoshi. Hold commentary for a moment. Number thirteen is Wong. Mm. You don't have to hold commentary on Wong. Tell, tell me about Wong.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> hold content on Kiyoshi. Uh,
1: so Wong had, yeah, had position, grace, and strength. Kiyoshi has one of those three. <laughs> She has strength, raw strength um hmm yeah i'm I think I'm fine with that, although once I'm killed, she almost uh, she pretty much turned herself into a freaking drill and went through several like floors of of a building, but she's more like she's just a huge freaking hammer
0: so but listen- so number twelve is Korra. And so I just want to point out to you that you have the waterbender ranked as a better earthbender and you had the earthbender ranked as a better waterbender. And in principle alone feels outlandish to me. Uh, Kyoshi might be a one trick pony, but it is the best trick. It is the best trick that this particular <laughs> pony could possibly do. So uh. that's that's tough. Uh, and it, But it is it was mostly just amusing to me that we had them. Uh, that we had them flip flopped in their respective bending fields. <laughs> it's kind of that's funny.
1: funny. Yeah. <laughs> that that's is amazing. Funny. Sorry, Cora and Kira. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So Cora, is uh, she's shown able to freaking lift huge freaking rocks, uh, and we're talking about after our statement. All these things. I don't know if we made that or not, but I think we did. Um, huge freaking rocks. She is able to metal bend and she uses it with with great skill. Like she kind of goes toe to toe with probably one of the greatest metal benders uh, in Kuvira in that sense. So the metal bending is probably what separated her from Kyoshi. If we're just talking earth bending, um, Kyoshi might beat out Korra. But even that's really, really close. Like Korra's earth, and Korra and Kyoshi's earth bendings. Are really, really close to each other, but uh, but like I said, like Kyoshi's just raw strength, and uh, and is a knows metal bender.
0: I'm gonna butcher number 11, do not know how to say it. Yaling, Yaling,
1: I didn't even want to put Yaling this high, but she went toe to toe with one of the greatest earthbenders, like, she doesn't have any particular beat beyond that that I'm like oh she did this really really great or this great it, but she went toe to toe with one of the best earth and so it's like I, I sort of forced to put her this high
0: I think it, the, Just very the, limited, novels. the very limited in the very limited negative the... sample kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth when you think about it being that high but
1: yeah I just think maybe they're right, I don't know if I like how that's written. Cause nothing uh nothing I I just think to myself, like, they should have gave her I would have liked if they would have made her a lava bender, which now makes me I forgot. I am excluding the people in Toss class, but whatever, they're not even that noticeable either. They were metal benders, again, not that noticeable. Uh there's other lava bender that showed up in one of the novels and I always forget who that person is. Uh so forget them. <laughs> um, but yeah yelling is kind of just like like just math for me like alright well this equals this so this has to be somewhere greater than these
0: I think the list this I think this list kind of turns a corner at 10 uh, which is where we're at now and goes from again that kind of uh, great to top tier number 10 mm. is Gizong
1: yeah Gazan, like when you think about the White Lotus, like Zuka was like separate, each of these people could take out like a nation. <laughs> Together they could take out the world. Gazan took down the walls of ba Sing say that just with his says, great,
0: literal bare
1: hands. Just yes, drop them. Yeah. Uh so that says I mean, he's a he's one he's a powerful lava bender. Um, he's also a great earthbender too, Like he's very athletic also like, uh, you know, he's yeah, a really great earthbender. He's not a one trick pony. I think he's pretty rounded. Uh, so yeah, so that's why he's really hot.
0: Just a generally, intim- a generally intimidating human. It seems like to, uh, we had a discussion about flip-flopping him with Bolin, a little bit of a discussion there in number nine.
1: Yeah, Uh, Bolin number nine. If Bolin has so many skills and traits, he's a great earthbender. uh, Really strong. For some reason, I thought you were
0: going to say he's a great actor. (laughs) Yeah, give him some
1: props. (laughs) No. Uh, But he's also, uh, he learned lava bending. And I think his lava bending got a lot better in season four. Like He was able to use a lava bending. I want to say he was a better lava bender than Ghassan in season four. Uh, like he uses it in a way like his long range attacks were so quick, like he made freaking discs of lava that were like just hit people, bounce off people. Like, he reimagined uh, what
0: people knew about lava bending, yeah, and how to use it. Um, yeah. so, uh,
1: yeah, Bowling, really great.
0: Number number eight and seven might be a disservice, and I don't intend it to be, but I'm gonna say them together. Is Lin Bei and Su Yan <laughs> in that order? Number. It's seven, funny because I was like number seven, Su Yan.
1: I, I think at one point I had Lin higher, but like your your uh, I don't know your cutting. I forget what that expression is. The uh, trimming uh, splitting hairs, splitting hairs, cutting hairs, splitting hairs. That's splitting, the, hairs. splitting hairs here. Uh, Both of them know, trained my, by.
0: My gut instinct would be to put Lin above Su Yan,
1: but. So this so is what really, put Lin, really are. Oh, sorry. This is what put Suyin above Lin for me. One of the greatest fights is Suyin... One of the greatest animated fights is Suyin versus Kuvira. And Suyin is going toe-to-toe with Kuvira, who's one of the greatest metal benders. And so that what made me put her above Lin. And also, Suyin's bending isn't so rooted... Like she's really flexible. She's way more, uh, way more agile than Lin Bay Fong is, which is uh, oh my, it's so it's so in their characters. Uh, like, <laughs> like like she's way more flexible. Lin is not flexible. She's stubborn. Uh, but you anyway, they're 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 still pretty close.
0: Fair enough. I don't think you can really get too upset at. Either either order that you want to put those in. Number six, Yoon. the earthbender. So good at Ooh. earthbending, people thought he was the literal avatar.
1: <laughs> so good at earthbending, they thought he was a god.
0: They uh, very sincerely did. I would say that's <laughs>
1: high praise. So, when we talked about Leck being one of the most precise benders, Yoon is up there. Able to... Write words in with earthbending from a long distance away that are, you know, clearly eligible. I love eligible. that.
0: Got me. That got me really hype really early in the book. That little. That little trick. Yeah. A little something, something.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm not talking when I'm not talking about you, meets with Father Glowworm because that's on a whole nother level. Uh, just him himself was such a spectacular earthbender. Standing like said, up to... They thought he was the answer.
0: Standing up to, to... Right, they didn't even bother. Like, hey, can you bend any other elements? They're like, nah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, nah, just do then.
0: Stand up to Takaka, <laughs> the, the yeah. precision thing, he himself has got a, a good... Uh, I'm not saying a good sense of violence, but like he gives off a confidence that that is a factor yeah, in like, and of itself.
1: It is... I feel like it is known that he is second only... To uh, to his master when it comes to earthbending, oh, but there's a great scene. It's a cut Yoon and just in a split second, Yoon he hits like this tile thing that they were doing a peace tree on, it takes it to his palm and grabs the sword. Ah, uh, yeah, Yune's Yune's great. Like he's uh, underrated. Agreed. Number five, King Boomy. Man, we're getting up there. Mm-hmm. One of King Boomy's greatest strengths is that he took back his city, and that well, there was a lot of head, literal heavy lifting going on 100 there. One
0: hundred year old, one hundred ten <laughs> year old King Boomy. Yeah,
1: yeah. After and he can bend with uh with just his face, uh, which is it, that's, some, that's on a level. I kinda yeah. forget the that as key... being
0: like a factor, but that's mm-hmm. interesting, yeah. Yeah.
1: There's only a few benders who can bend without moving their arms. That's boomy and the bond, I think. Yeah. But tele like this is technically telepathic bending, is what they call it.
0: Telepathic or telekinetic?
1: Telekinetic, sorry. Oh my gosh! I, I'm so like, mad at myself because people make that mistake all the time. There's two different powers. I hate it when people are like, "Oh, Professor Epps has telekinesis." Like, no, he doesn't. He has telepathy. Two completely different things. He does not have telekinesis.
0: <laughs> Thanks for coming to our TED Talk.
1: <laughs> like, let's <laughs> yeah, college humor. Let's college humor things with Pete Holmes, and like he does the one with like. He doesn't want Magneto, it's like, oh, congratulations. You can move thing you can move metal with your mind. Well I can move everything with my mind. I'm like, no, you can't. You're not telekinetic. You're one I, of most...
0: I don't think I've seen those. I I mean I immediately just think of the Batman ones, but I don't know if I've seen that one with Pete Holmes. Oh,
1: he has a bunch of Etzman ones where Professor ats just like <laughs> he's like interviewing Etzman, like whether you should keep or, or keep them or let or let them go. he's like interviewing Wolverine. It's like, so, your basic mutant power is that you have metal claws, and our arch-villain is a person who can manipulate metal. Do you understand how dumb that is?
0: <laughs> I haven't seen those.
1: I'll have to go watch those. Yeah, that's pretty good. They're not as good as the Batman ones, but they're pretty good. They're worth a watch.
0: The Batman ones ask the questions that we've always yeah. all wanted to ask. Chris, it's very important. Number four <laughs> is Kuvira. I think this is when we started one way and then we flipped to the other way between Kuvira and Uh mm. um, Yeah,
1: yeah, you, yeah. I think I have recently had Boomi higher than Kuvira and you steered me the other way, Sean. Listen, just so you go. Like, I've been well, talking too much.
0: I know that we make, and, and we're trying not to make a whole lot of assumptions. I know we are making a lot of assumptions. I would assume with the, the prowess that Kubira displays with metal bending on both a precision scale and a size yeah. scale. And I think that would also translate most likely to regular earth bending as well. And so I just, uh, not not head-to-head specifically, although I think, I think she would also win head-to-head. Uh, but I think she just has a, a grander, bigger scale of power than a King Bumi or a Yoon. Uh, in fact, in my head, she's like a modern day Yoon. Like, she's like Yoon plus her. Bending, kind of.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, plus, yeah plus metal bending. Or, sorry. Uh, uh, plus metal, yeah. Yeah. I think. So there's like her opening fight against those. Uh, the bandits. Scavengers. The yeah. band- bandits. Showed. Clear, quickly showed me. Oh, Okay. She's, she's doing the, that as like a workout girl. too, though.
0: Like, yeah. like she's not doing it for a challenge or for tra- like that. It, it's training. It's a workout at best
1: for her. I, don't even I she was so confident she could beat Korra in the Avatar State. Granted, she probably knew Korra was rusty, and and she probably you know had rumors of, of where Korra was at. Yeah. But she's not a person. I don't think over uh overestimates herself. She's too uh knowledgeable for there's,
0: that. Yeah, there's still like a grounded reality to her confidence. Um I don't think she can yeah. get like can take all the credit for, for bending the mech, but I think I, it feels like a lot of it's on her shoulder for uh for controlling the mech. So gonna give her some props for that too on a large scale. Yeah. Kubira is uh, stupid powerful 100%. So uh, but there again you could Ooh, four, five, six that. if you if you flipped them all around or whatever you could you could probably talk yeah. me into it regardless.
1: Well, what's 4 5 and 6 again. Uh, Kubira, 6 was yun. Boomy. 5 was boomy. Yun, okay. 4
0: was Kubira. Yeah. And, and if you, yeah, if you yeah. Those, all That's good.
1: Him. That's a good little group of them. Yeah, if you told me that you wanted yun the number 4 and and Vera at number six and Bloomer number five. I'm like, alright, yeah,
0: I'd I'd pretty much buy any of it that you pitched. I think, um, and I think, got to be honest, Chris. I think the top three you could probably make really really good arguments
1: for anybody Ooh, in top the top, three. Three. top Is, three. I went back and f- I think I changed top three a couple different times when I was doing this. I don't want uh, to.
0: I don't want to cut that next group out of the top three because it's a great group, but I just I think this top three. When I'm glancing at the other lists, like man, this might be the toughest threesome <coughs> to pick from. I think.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, because we did water. Water is so freaking easy. Because water is like a mod. Just makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Who's the next most powerful bloodbender?
0: Caroline. Okay. Air was top two. <laughs> that was problematic, right? We had, uh, and even then, I wouldn't yeah. say it was super problematic. which, you know, like a good a good discussion. This this is mm-hmm. the three of them that feels like. I don't you know, I don't even know what to do with them. But I think what you did, I think what you landed on here works for me. Chris number three is Laogi. Whose mm. name again certainly butchering.
1: Yeah, Lauga. Well, uh like, I think it's, uh, it. it's probably Lauga. Yeah, okay. Uh
0: if he's if he's out there listening to this right now. I'm so sorry.
1: So such a year old assassin. Like he uses earthbending techniques to that are so on a molecular level. He's like the re- way he describes his
0: own body. Yeah. He's building his own <laughs> organs.
1: The way he describes the Kyoshi is like you take yourself apart, you put yourself back together. Like, <laughs> like what the if you do that continuously, you can live as long as I have. Like I bet I wonder if he's still alive.
0: Is that he's just? That's why I said if he's out there listening to us today, because I believe he is. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so right. So that's like his. That's the the personal maintenance facet or whatever. But we're also talking about a guy that's got two hundred years of experience murdering people.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> might not be high enough. The only thing that the only reason why the other two I think are right higher is that there are more displays of their strengths and like in the fights. In Granted a though, Lao Yeah. Like Kyoshi watches of the fight and she's like he looks like he's just playing with people. Like he and like he's also so nimble but deceptively nimble. Uh and yeah there are there also aren't like feats of his strength that I can think about. That's probably why he's at three. But yeah,
0: yeah. there's there's some assumptions built in, but what we do know is awesome, frankly. <laughs> Number two, Johnju
1: Yeah, uh, his name is the Gravedigger. Now, I know his name is the Gravedigger not necessarily just because of his earth earthbending, but because he manipulated people into killing them. He buried them, made them in the graves, and then he just sh- Killed hundreds of people. Yeah, it's messed up. Uh, it's hard to like, because so much part of his earth bending is his tactics, and there are few people more tactful than Jianju. But he's also very, very powerful. Like, though that group of, which we've done of Team Avatar is is the number one group. Uh team team Quarks, uh Quarks, Team Avatar. All of them freaking head and shoulders above the benders of their generation. Um but Jianju, he uh there's I just can't imagine other Benders better to Earth than him.
0: He was essentially the best Earthbender across two Avatar generations. <laughs>
1: which- yeah.
0: Um, you get the grand scale, like,
1: like the the flying opera company were scared to death of him (laughs) and that's not still
0: the, like, so you get the precision and you get the grand scale, um, get the mental side to, I mean, just, he's, he's a terrifying being, but Chris, I do feel like finally, after lots of controversial things, We got one here that's going to make the fans happy. It's going to bring the fans back to the podcast. Chris, (laughs) it's this pick right here. And that's because, number one, we put Toph. We put a hundred-year-old lady with uh, seismic sense, with metal bending, with fantastic earth bending.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Toph, it's interesting... In, in that fight that Suyin faces against Gavir in the episode Operation Base on, Toph, with a little bit of her strength, like, stopped everyone from fighting. She was that powerful. Granted, I don't think she could consistently summon up that power, but I think that's a fraction of what she could have done in her heyday. And when we talk about prodigies, Toph is probably the greatest prodigy of any element like with very little training with training from animals she was able to create three subsets of earth bending truth seeing, seismic sense and metal bending uh that's at the age of 11 or 12 <laughs> even in uh yeah that's
0: in, in the legend of korra you know, even she sees, uh, you know, she still sees the metal remnants in Cora's body, the poison yeah, remnants yeah. in Korra's body that, like, other yeah. practice metal benders can't see. So even uh-huh. little things like that, it's like, that's 110-year-old, or not 100, what is she? She probably... 70? 70s? Oh, mm, she's like 80. 80? Yeah, okay, so yeah. 80-year-old so top like who's... Probably 83. Disconnected from the entire world, right? She, But... Like finding stuff that other practice educated metal benders are missing. So,
1: yeah, you get the small, I will say this get the small scale to, and you get the big scale. Yeah, I'll say this to uh, to hurt the feelings of or, or to make people mad. This is one of those cases where this isn't who I think would win in a fight because I think Toph would probably lose to both John Drew and Lauga. I think that's fair. Uh, like, I yeah, like those guys again Lagos a...
0: killers, you know.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. <clears throat> uh but Toss's ability to freaking transcend the practice of the element changed the world really. Uh and also her her power, her strength, even her precision put her at the top of the top. Again, I think she loses in the fight to those to those two. But I think she is the greatest Earthbender alive, which I don't always like. I just I don't just automatically think that about Toph. Because I think some people overestimate Toph. Like Toph can be beat by like a lot of people. I think um, like Toph against an Avatar, give me an Avatar. And even though people are like oh Toph, like I think some people overestimate Toph's strength, and they should lose to several people. Um, but there's more to Bending an element than being able to win fights, and she completely transcended the element with her uh, skills and knowledge and uh, power. So she has she has a lot going for her.
0: Chris, the three things that uh, need to be on this list is obviously the the you know the badger moles, the okay. sand benders, and the uh, worms Ooh. from Tremors yeah. movies. The worms from the Tremors movies were omitted from the list. Hmm. Um. But mostly the Badger Moles. Chris, where do the Badger Moles fall?
1: Badger Moles? Um, hmm. Badger Moles. Oh, th- this is but such a big than... list of
0: great Earthbenders. I think they're like better than Longfang and maybe better than Yang Chen and the other avatars. You get to weigh and win slash Aang uh, territory somewhere in there.
1: Nah, I think there's absolute zero precision to the Badger Moles. Granted, they have seismic scents, but they don't have like regular sense. Okay, uh, oh, no, that's, not thing. that's not a thing against talk. <laughs> Southwest,
0: are they better than Iway? Are they? Uh, which would you rather have, Chris? The average daily agent or a badger mole? Give me the badger. That's mole. That's a
1: good question. That's like asking, how many people do you think? How many people do you think it would take to kill a to take out a bear? Mm.
0: Is it a cocaine yeah, a bear, bear pretty... or a regular bear?
1: Regular bear.
0: Regular bear. <laughs> uh uh, you know what? Ooh,
1: maybe twenty. Like and they have knives. Give them give them just knives.
0: I think that a badger mole think... would, would ruin Longfang. So I'm gonna say Badger Mole gets uh number nineteen, Longfang gets bumped back
1: to yeah. twenty. Even even Opa without bending although that's not although that's not Earthbending. Uh, Yeah, sure. Put the badge over there.
0: It's very important stuff, I know. And uh, sandbenders, (laughs) you can be between Big Bad Hippo and Haru's dad.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sandbenders, I'll put it like the ones we saw, put them above Haru's dad. Sure.
0: Boom. There we go. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris. I don't
1: think I'm missing any else uh
0: You know what we missed Mobile? in the airbender category was was Momo airbending the rock. Mm. In front of the guards. <laughs>
1: That's
0: what we forgot.
1: That lemur! He's earthbending.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's earthbending. Oh, so he needs to be on this list, I guess. Uh Yeah, Momo, yeah, you can be sure. in the 20s also. For some reason, I was thinking he was airbending the rock. No, that's dumb, Sean. Yeah, where
1: that's would dumb. you rank, though, Sean, the several earthbenders that took to move a rock in the movie?
0: And Oh, yeah, those guys are last as a collective. Took, like, 18 <laughs> of them to throw one rock. <laughs> it Took 18 earthbenders 15 seconds to hurl a rock. Yeah, um, oh that, that's good for dead last, to me.
1: You know what I'm tired of? So, Am <laughs> I Shemla still defends that? Like, just... Own your losses, people. Just like just in my Shyamalan, like every now and then, yeah. Well, so, in my channel, was, like every now and then, I meet someone they love that movie. Mm-mm. Like, no, just admit that you made a terrible movie. No, you, no, you like, don't. Today,
0: <laughs> you've never met one person, Mr. Shyamalan. Not one person.
1: <laughs> who said you? Uh, your mom. Well, I, was, I was thinking about today. Cause... Your mom
0: told you you did a good job, and that's
1: who you're talking about right now. I was I was thinking about that today because uh, John, what's his name? It was Zima Leguizamo. Luigi from the first Mario. Like yeah, like yeah. He was like, I'm not watching that movie. Like, I'm an OG, like OG. I'm like, and also he was saying like, uh, they 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 did chess like people of color, which okay, I'm laughing at that for some reason even, mind, but but he made it seem like the Mario Brothers are Hispanic they're not They're Italian. <laughs> he he was just cast as it because people were just casting anyone as anything back then. Yeah. Uh, but
0: they is this is that what prompted Seth Rogen to say that it was the worst movie of all time? <laughs> well,
1: <that's, laughs>
0: that was like in my and Facebook feed. Still be like
1: And then like he'll be like, "No man, I talked to people and they're like, "Yeah man, that movie was good." And I'm like, "You're like you're lying." No, no one thinks that Mario movie is good. It's a terrible movie.
0: I have one friend who adamantly defends his enjoyment of that movie, but then if you, and like, that's fine. If you yeah, but if you, as I say, if you get him to specify, he'll say no. Obviously, it's a horrible movie. Uh, yeah. I don't even think you would find that for the Avatar movie. I don't think you would find somebody would be like, oh, I enjoyed it. I get that it wasn't critically good. You will Where's that person?
1: I tried to lie to myself about that. I never. I don't think I ever said it was good. I tried to lie to myself and say it was uh, to, okay.
0: To to if, if we find one person who who enjoyed it, who didn't, like, oh, I guess it was okay or whatever, like, no, but they enjoyed it. They would actively watch it again mm. just for their own nostalgic reasons. I want to know that person when I hear their yeah. story. Uh, I know, Chris, I also know it's going to have, like, a horrible tie-in. they would be like, yeah, you know, that's the night I met my wife and we laughed at this bad movie. Like, it's going to be something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Um Bro, my dad. Never oh, mind. I don't want to say anything to, to, <laughs> like, to you. <laughs> um,
0: but, uh, yeah, I. Listen, the new Mario Brothers movie looks great, though. And no offense, Mr. Legazamo, but I think it's probably a big improvement. <laughs> that being said. This is Avatar The Last Podcasters. My name's Sean. That's Chris Ford, a.k.a. the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. We've got not one, but two more of these. We'll do Fire next week, which I think is going to be very, uh, very intriguing mm. from an argument kind of standpoint. And It's then, so
1: weird, because there's, like there's almost like a rock, paper, scissors aspect in some cases. There is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I have,
0: well, and I have the Fire list, so I've got some time to, room. I've got several weeks to kind of ruminate yeah, on it, you know? Uh, but we better yeah. get it right, because there's some... I think that one's going to be heated. <laughs> Pun intended. And then after that, we will do the non-benders, which obviously yeah. is... And I'm not sure... Different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one's interesting. And I'm not sure with firebending, if you want to take me off number one. Cause I don't know if you can convince me for number one. And I won't say what that is, but I'm pretty confident in it for some reason. Mm. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said, I've got, we've got some time mm-hmm. to... Throw some ideas back and forth. But yeah, thanks for watching. I'll put the stuff down in the description like always, and we'll see you next time.
1: This is me being cold. (laughs) How long was, uh,